93.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a football Friday. It is indeed Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours talking sports with you, and we appreciate you giving us your ear uh, for as long as you can. Of course, for local programming right through until 11 o'clock tonight, if we include round one playoffs, football Friday night. Joe Stacy, Nathan Fisher Company, they will be uh, fanned out across central Iowa. Trent Condon will be where? Waukee Northwest as they face off against the Yankee Centennial Jaguars. Yes. Uh, BC Moore is a statistical website that basically... BCMoore.com? Yes, yeah. And it spits out a computer-generated number, what it would be. The difference between these two teams... (laughs) Yeah, is what? Is 0.06 points. How about that? At Waukee Northwest. How's that for a good one to kick off playoff coverage? So, I know I was going to ask you. No. No. I'm not. I know you're not, but could you use it if you were? I have heard plenty of people that have done that. Yes, is that right? No, nope. absolutely. Um, anyways, we'll shy away from that. One. <laughs> At least until we get to the championship game. There you go. Uh, coming up on the BMW Des Moines guest list. This is uh, how it shapes up. At uh, quarter after, we'll talk to Chris Williams from Cyclone Fanatic and Iowa Everywhere. It's Iowa State and Baylor. And have you seen, heard anyone that likes Baylor this week? No. Does not, that scare the living you-know-what out if you're a Cyclone fan? I would think so. I have not heard one, first of all, to move the way that it has. It's now, three now, Trent. Basically across the board. Everywhere except one online shop. So you are searching hard if you're going uh-huh. to get inside of that field goal. Yeah. And I by mean, the way, I wasn't. It's listed on the list of, of uh, operators that post their numbers. I look at this game... And I see it. It's so difficult to come up with something the way Iowa State is playing to say, oh boy, they're going to be in trouble in this one. What are you seeing out of Baylor? I'm more impressed with their loss to Utah in week two than I am of anything else. Their wins are Long Island University, Mm -hmm. UCF, and Cincinnati. And the newbies, as we know, have not done well in this conference so far. Those are their two conference wins. Texas Tech pounded them. Texas walloped them. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, Texas State beat them in week number one. Utah, they beat them only by a touchdown, and Shapin didn't play. Trent, on paper, this is all, I, especially with the way Iowa State's going now. But again, everybody's picking them. And when everybody's going one way, folks, what I've been telling you for years. Go the other. 94% of the money, 86% of the tickets currently on the Cyclones. <sighs> At Circa, those numbers become even more significant. 94% of the money, 92% of the tickets on the Cyclones, as they sit at Circa, minus three for the Clones. Jesus. This looks like Iowa State should pick up their fifth win of the year. It does. And I don't want to say not even break a sweat. <laughs> right. But they, you shouldn't be on the you know edge of your seat or your fingers chewing your fingernails. We'll see. It's football. It's sports after all. But Iowa State's playing well. Shapin is back. They're a different team with him, granted. Yes, right. But I do not, I'm not impressed with their body of work. And look, you're not alone. There's a lot of folks. Didn't Chris 
go with you when it came to Baylor this year? When yeah. we were talking early in the year, I'm pretty sure Williams looking for joined, that next year yes. team that that can make a yep. run. I went Texas Tech, which is equally as embarrassing. Well, and, and you the went Texas, Baylor, and the Texas Tech one wasn't quite as chic because a lot of people were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After Texas, Oklahoma, K State, yeah. That fourth one was Texas Tech. You were not alone. I a lot of people t- you accused that. me of taking the easy way out. <laughs> I did. Well, and nobody had Oklahoma State, and they very well could be that team now in the Big Twelve. And I, we saw that team a month ago. They, they stunk. Awful, Trent. Awful. They're different now. In fact, okay, I'll tell you one of my picks. I'm taking Oklahoma State to beat Cincinnati. I love that game. Yeah, it's, it's what a touchdown. I think mm-hmm. it is. Cincinnati is not good. Oklahoma no. State is like Iowa State, playing their best football right now. So the cat's out of the bag on one of my picks. <laughs> okay, well you got to bounce back. Yeah, I know. I let the uh, let the the team Miller uh, down. I'm only seven and a half back now in the standings. I, I'm for... over five hundred twenty one eighteen and one. Ken twenty nine and eleven still on the year ATS. But I'm having the start of my life. You are, and I'm only up seven. <laughs> right, look out! I hear you, dude. I hear you. <laughs> hey, I uh, I have to issue an apology to you. To me for what? Well, oh, last I know night. What you're calling. Yeah. I had a hockey pick. It was against your Jets. Yeah. I texted you, the Red Wings stink as that one's going final. And you text me back, I'm only just starting the no! third period. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. I didn't know you were out of delay on that one. No, My I was apologies. watching the football and going yeah. back and forth. And you know how the old man struggles with technology. I was a little bit oh, behind. Sure. Right. You got to go with the inputs and yeah. flip them back and forth. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Did it ruin the third period for you? Not really. I'm glad they won. Yeah. I right. mean, I'll, I'll take a win and a ruin. Uh, but I was able to fast forward and did much too, miss too much of the football. Did you have trouble with your feed last night, by the way, on Amazon? I lost mine for, I don't know. Five minutes, maybe? An internet thing? It has to have been, because yeah. that circle's going around. CenturyLink has had issues statewide, apparently, this week. And yeah, we had a three-hour out, outage. When was it? What's today? Friday? So Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were people across the state that uh-huh. had that problem. And I, uh, I took it in my own hands because I dealt with it initially. I just watched it on my phone as we oh, got the yeah. kids to bed. So I had yeah. the Lakers game on the TV in the bedroom and was watching the football game on my phone because, yeah, I was sick Probably, of dealing with that. Yeah, that's a good idea because I got dad on my phone too. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, when you have those outages. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. But anyways, the, at the end of the game, Trent, Buffalo, they, they could have lost that game. Yes. If Godwin turns around balls a, right beside a, him. a second late earlier, that's a touchdown. Yes. It's an untouched yes. touchdown. Right. What was the Bills' defense know. doing? Well, they had the tight end. I mean, they had it was like a wrestling match for God's sakes. <laughs> right. They were just all over mugging this poor dude. Um, but you're never going to see a flag on that, or very seldom. Right. It, that, it's one of those plays you just kind of let it go. Right. Um, where was that? Where was that taken on Monday, Miller? <laughs> I get it. I yes. Get it. Yes. Uh, but just, well, speaking just, of that, yeah. the uh, the Big Ten offices got it right. What do you mean? Carson Shire, his uh, targeting penalty was overturned. Now, he still had to sit out the The, whole second half of the game. Right. Is he a... a, See, I don't know much about him. Uh, Impact special team guy? Are they a different... He's one of their better special teams. So this is a different uh, group when he's not part of it. Now, they didn't kick off again, did they? I don't think they did. I never thought about that. Yeah, so... (laughs) It was a bad impact in the second half trend, you're probably not. But they're, they're fine overturning that, even though it means absolutely nothing... But a little mea culpa, even if Bill Carollo, the director of officials for the Big Ten, if he would have came out with that interview with Lysico and Andy Greener, yep. who we had on the week previous, yep. 
if he would have come out and said, looking back upon it, maybe the argument could be made that we overstepped our bounds or we went too far. If he said that, knowing that the outcome's not going to change, Mm -hmm. at least put, instead of stiff upper lip, we're not changing anything. We had this right. You're all wrong. And they still contend to this day they did. And what they did, what the, what they where they are admitting fault, is not blowing it dead right away. Yeah, right. Because they didn't see it. Right. Because the only way you can see it is with an aerial view. Mm-hmm. Nobody's levitating. No. Nope, there are no Jesus Christ here. No. Nope, there are none. I get it. The Gophers do not have one. PJ Fleck might think he is. Yeah. But he is not. No, they don't I'm have not. any of those guys part of their gunners. True. And the only way you can see it. But if you can see it, you got to use it. And I get a kick out of that. Well, yeah, it's the, the the ground level. You can't see it. Okay. Then you go to another angle. It's like on the NFL. Even last night, you go to replay and you got a guy. The the camera's behind him and you can't see the ball move when it hits the ground. Ah! I told you. That's not irrefutable. I can't see it on that. But you go to the next one, the camera's in front of Oh, yeah, there it is. It's on the ground. But Anyways, it wasn't irrefutable with the angle that is ground level. No, it's not. I agree. You can't, no, so you, you can't, can't overturn it. it. Well, you go to the top and you can't. No, but that's not irrefutable. If you have two camera angles and it doesn't look the same, that is not. Yes, that, it is. <laughs> no. Trent, if you can't see the ball, if, the, if, if I'm. Hang on. Let me turn my back. How many fingers have I got down in front of me? I have no idea. Right. Now how many, when I turn back to you, how many have I got in front? I think three. Right. (laughs) So you can see. It's like the football's hidden. Right. But we're talking about football players. We're not talking about guys with If you've got a camera angle, I've seen it a a play at second base, a call at home. One angle, you can't see if the guy gets in there or not. That second angle, oh, clearly the guy tagged him out. Okay, he's out. But it's not irrefutable when two camera angles give you different views of it. But one camera angle didn't give him a view of it because you couldn't see it. You couldn't see his arm moving. You can't tell me. <laughs> we did the show on Monday. We did. I get it. I went across the street and I ran. And when I pointed, my arm's going like this. Dejean's mm-hmm. arm's going like he's a boxing referee counting a guy out on the ground. One, two, three, you know, to uh, the 10 count type of thing. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. I think you're overstating it. And we're never going to see this one eye to eye. No, I'm going to see it the right way. You would like to see it like a Hawkeye fan. No, I'm not alone. Is Aaron Rodgers a Hawkeye fan? Aaron Rodgers is. Is there there dozens of football players? Real football players. A lot of people thought that it was a screw job. Yes. And and why it was a screw job is because it was the most memorable play maybe in the history of Kinnick Stadium. I get the latest is always the greatest. There's been some incredible ones by both Iowa and opponents. Um, what's the kid's name from Penn State? Barkley. Uh, yeah. He was pretty good. Leap it over people. Yeah, that was pretty good. Marquise Walker for Michigan catching yeah. a one-handed t- Yeah, Right, Dallas Clark yes. running down the side. There's been some phenomenal plays. This one would have topped them all, and it was taken away from you. Anyways, I want to move on. That's, that was Monday show. <laughs> uh, they're 5-2. and two. They're in a good spot. They got everything left. 6-2, and two, bull eligible. 6-2, uh, beg your pardon. 6-2. Yeah. They played eight games. Um, so Chris Williams coming up here momentarily. We'll get to Chris. We'll talk Cyclones with Chris, see where his, uh, where his head's that is it like everybody else's that this is indeed a winnable football game for Iowa State? Probably so, but again, everybody's picking the clones, these two chairs included. And when everybody's going one way, dot, dot, dot. Uh, let's get Jeff in here real quick. Chris Williams is coming up. Hello, Jeff. Hi. We, you know, we talk about strength, the strength of schedule all the time. Iowa, men's basketball. I mean, really look at who Iowa State has beaten. I mean, TCU. Oklahoma State's their their best win. And they were struggling when they beat them. Absolutely were. And I I understand Oklahoma State's pulled off a win or two here and there. The Big 12, and I've said this before, the Big 12 besides Oklahoma and Texas 
they're mediocre. I don't they're, disagree. They are, they're they're yeah. bad teams. So yeah. for us, yeah, and I know the the Lions moved to three, but historically, hasn't Iowa State struggled on the road at Baylor? Uh, yeah. To, okay, and when they played Oklahoma, which I know Oklahoma and Baylor are two completely different teams, but Iowa State got whacked mm-hmm. on the road, throttled, mm-hmm. and we've and we've talked about their schedule moving forward, and you know, I've, and I kind of agree. Yeah, they, they're winnable games, but they could easily lose the rest of their five games. They really could. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, sure. I don't disagree with that. Baylor, Kansas, BYU uh, on the road at BYU is not going to be easy. Texas, probably a loss, even though it's the final game. It's senior day. And K-State's a pain in the you-know-what. So I don't I, disagree with that, Jeff. They're coin flips. At least the next li- three are. And I would like them to win this weekend. But until like myself or other Cyclone fans, I think they need to beat a team that's I'm talking really better than them. Maybe a Texas. It's the last time they're going to play Texas. I don't know if people get off with them beating Kansas at home. I don't. Yeah, you should because they're a good team. They're a good they team. Are a good, they are a good team, but I'm talking like a staple. Are, are we at this point, if Iowa State beats Kansas at home, that's a staple win? I'm not. No, but this is this is a team that's uh, one win away from bowl eligible. Now, I, here's the thing with when it comes to Kansas ne- next week. I, I don't think... In fact, I'd feel, I would bet some money. I don't think Daniel's going to play in this game. No. I think his season's over, Trent. He's getting ready for his next stop. And he's played three games, and yeah. you play that fourth one, there goes the red shirt. So you can play, up play four. four. Right. So he's got one more uh, in the bank, theoretically. Um, but I think it's a package deal. I think him and Leipold are going to Michigan State. You're, you're starting. You got that figured out, huh? I think it's a package deal. I don't think you'll play again. Jeff, we got to move on. Anything else, brother? Hey, I have, a, I have a good friend at the Oregon-Utah game this weekend. We're living vicariously through. Game it. of the week. It'll be a great game. Yep. Have a good weekend. Yep, game of the week. Couldn't agree with you more. Can't wait to watch it. Um, I'm going to pick that game. I am going to pick that game. Uh, Chris Williams from IowaEverywhereCycloneFanatic.com. He joins us. Chris, Trent, and Ken. Uh, Chris, uh, have you heard anybody pick Baylor? No. <laughs> Me neither. Trent, neither. Nobody. Usually not a great sign. It's not. <laughs> Pick Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Out there was the name. Yeah. yeah. No, not really. I mean, I think they're a lot better, though. I think that that's a team that I, I think you can compare it a little bit to Iowa State. You really got to watch them. You can't just look at their scores. But, like, some of their really bad losses, guys, they didn't have shape in. Yep. And – they also relied on a bunch of transfers and young guys, and a lot like Iowa State, I think it took them about a month to figure out how to play football at that level. So they made a ton of changes after their bye week. They basically are playing an entirely new offensive line, which, again, like Iowa State, and I actually think their defensive front seven super talented, one of the best in the Big 12, but it's just, again, it's just taken them a while. So... You know, I I don't know. I think tomorrow's a really good game, but I I have a lot of respect for them. I think Aranda's a good coach, and if you're an Iowa State fan and you think they're just going to waltz in there and walk away with one at at Waco and just half-ass do it, like, you're crazy. Just because they beat Cincinnati and, you know, somebody that that, that doesn't mean anything, I I think it'll be a really good game tomorrow. You mentioned Shapin. I've been surprised. I thought this running game would be a whole lot better. You mentioned the offensive line struggles. Is is that what it is? Because they got a couple of good backs there in Richardson and Reese. Has it just been offensive line can't block for these guys and get openings? That that's my read on it. I mean, they their bye week. I mean, they're playing like an entirely new line. They've moved everybody around. 
they just haven't been able to run the football for one reason or another. And, yeah, I, I, I just think they were all out of whack, too. You know, like if, if we would have talked preseason, like Shapin's a guy who I certainly would have had top four quarterbacks in, in the Big 12. I probably maybe even had him number three, to be honest, going into the season. And you lose him early, and then you're Above, above Will Howard? How would you did you rank him? Yeah, I think I would have yeah, as far yeah. as talent goes. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, as far as a guy who's asked to do something, you know, Howard is just kind of like a – you know what climbing system is, and you know what they're going to do, and they're going to win it ugly. I think I probably would have. I don't know if it was a right read, but I think I think I would have put him there for what he showed last year as a freshman, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the system with this Grimes guy from BYU coming over, it's really quarterback reliant. And you lose him, and they had that really horrible loss at the beginning of the year. I think they got all out of whack. I just... I'm not ready to like bury Dave Aranda. I think he, this, this team won the Big 12 two years ago. Right. You know, this program. Thrilling game. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, um, I'm still, I'm not high on them because that's, that's stupid. They haven't done anything for me to be, but I, I think that they are going to be a lot like Iowa State. And gosh, they're a lot better in November than they were in September. And there's, there's really no doubt about that. Now, I, this, they weren't great against Cincinnati either. No, like, I watched it. It's not it. like they just, yeah, it's not like they just but I, but you saw improvement. You saw them I, I think they're on an upward tra- trajectory and I, I think that Aranda's done enough in his career for us to trust that he could do that, right? Like he he's a guy who you know, his teams are just usually really well prepared and I'd be shocked if they're not tomorrow. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so when it comes to Iowa State, where do you think they'll have success uh, with uh are they going to run the ball, throw the ball? Where where do you think they'll do business against Baylor's defense? But I think you have to start and try and run when you look at what Baylor has done on, you know, in that facet of the game. And, uh, you know, is it, is it a situation? I, I hope that they have some more of these Rocco Beck design runs in there because I think that that makes things really, you know, really tricky. The one, the one thing is though, like if it, they got to get creative because I, I still, and I, I still just don't have like this, firm belief that Iowa State's offensive line is going to rough up Baylor's defensive line. I, I, I don't necessarily like that matchup. So I think this is a Nate Shieldhouse type game where, you know, he's got to get creative and he's got to find those, you know, the short passing game. Because cause Iowa State's not going to out-talent them on, on that side of the ball. But that, to me, like, and there's supposedly going to be some rain down there too. Like, everybody's thinking – you know, because Iowa State scored a lot of points, and Baylor's going to throw it forty times. I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel like this game goes the other way in a weird way because I, I think this could be one of the Aranda like or Campbell throwback games where if they can run the ball, you try and shorten it. I, I don't know. It just feels that way to me. I feel like that's the way this thing is trending. I certainly hope not because Iowa State's got something good going with his offense. But I wouldn't be surprised if they are. Pretty pretty active on the ground early in that one and try and get that thing established. Do you anticipate coming off the bye any wrinkles, maybe a, a new face or two, guys getting healthier, kind of some newness, anything you anticipate coming up this week? A not question really. we'll ask a lot next week, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not a ton, but I, I do know like on the defensive end, they're going to be a lot healthier, which is big. I mean, with Gar- Gary Vaughn, 
It's yeah. been a shell of himself mm-hmm. all year. He really needed that bye week. His best game of the year by far was against Cincinnati, so he was going in the right direction. I think people will see a totally different guy, um, and, and which is huge because that was really going back and watching those games where the defense struggled. The linebackers were just downright bad. Just downright bad. Mm-hmm. They also had guys dinged up in Verdone and Cooper, who I think are the most important pieces. So that secondary is 100% for the first time, really, since the UNI game, which is a big deal. So to me, you know, you, you add all that together. Uh, offensive wrinkles, I don't think so. I mean, to me, like, I'm actually kind of disappointed. I wish they didn't have that bye because they, yeah. they were going in mm-hmm. such a good direction. Maybe they've got, like, some plays they saw in Baylor or something, but I – it's kind of like a don't, not broke, don't fix it thing. And I don't think they need to reinvent themselves too much after this thing because things are heading in the right direction. And, you know, they're finally at a point in the schedule where they're playing teams that, you know, are basically toss-ups here the next few weeks. Yeah, no doubt about it. So what does the offensive line look like tomorrow, Chris? Uh, when uh, Does Remsburg play more? I hope Black does, hasn't done anything to lose his spot. He certainly should have. My God, he's good. I think they got something there and we'll have for the next four years at right guard if they leave him there. What does the offensive line look like? What, where's, how much uh, playing time with the bye do we see Remsburg? And if so, I guess at right tackle? Man, I still feel Here's the thing about Remsburg. It's like you were – that Neil was just getting abused early in the season, right? Yep. Just really some of the worst offensive line play I've ever seen at Iowa State, 75. Mm-hmm. And he's actually been really good the last couple of games. So I I, I don't know. I don't think they're just going to bench him. I think if Rimsburg plays a lot, I think it'll be as a backup and they're rotating guys mm-hmm. to keep people fresh. But, like, again, what I – I think it'd be a mistake to screw around with things because you're, you're out there averaging five, six yards per play the last few times out. And I think Baylor has more talent. I think it's a better program, but they're not head and shoulders better than any of these teams, TCU, um, Cincinnati, that Iowa State's roughed up the last couple of weeks. So, no, I, I'm, and I'm with you on Black. He's, he's a mauler. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like a totally different type of dude that they've had. And it, it's really more of the – Clanton type of an offensive lineman. There's a reason they put – what's crazy is they put him in for Simmons, who was one of the catalysts to that Fiesta Bowl win, right? You thought mm-hmm. at the time that that yep. guy was like an NFL dude, and he ends up getting benched for a true freshman. So, I, yeah, I, I, I think Rimsburg is strictly there as a backup at this point, which would have been crazy to say four weeks ago. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. Is this of the five remaining the most winnable of the five, if you had to rank them? Ooh. At BYU? This or next week? A home to Kansas? This is easier, I think, than at BYU. And the only reason I say that is, you know, you're going west. Mm-hmm. And that's just different. They've never really done that. And I I think BYU, I don't know, probably put them pretty even, actually. Probably Kansas, I would say, just because it's a home game, mm-hmm. would be the quote-unquote easiest, especially if Daniels is out. Um, Kansas can't. So one of my favorite plays of the week, I'm actually playing Oklahoma at minus nine. Oklahoma, okay, yep. Yeah, I just my, – my read on that is that I, I still, even after last week, I think Kansas – or I think 
Oklahoma and Texas are still just a different level. They got their scares. I actually like the fact that Oklahoma got scared last week. It doesn't really make mm. me panic at all. Yep. Kansas feels like a paper. Like, here's the thing. Like, when you have Daniels, like, you're a dynamic. And this Bean is okay as a backup, but he is not the same guy. And Kansas can't stop anybody. Right. So I, it just feels to me like they got they got their mind right last week, and they're going to blow out that team on Saturday. And kind of the same deal with Texas. It's like, I, I, you know, you wonder how they're going to be without Quinn Ewers, but I could make the argument, okay, you take Quinn Ewers out while well, you're pumping out another five-star guy <laughs> who's been sitting there itching for his time to go up against a bad BYU defense. They're going to blow them out too. So that that's still my read on this league. I think Kansas State is a comfortable number three, and then really four through 12. It's like, bro. Jumble them up. It, yep. Yeah, and like it's another reason why Iowa State fans should not be overconfident these next no, 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 you no. haven't done anything to prove that you're just light years better than these other teams that every power rating and scout in the country says you're almost the exact same team so like, to me man you're looking at four quarter games probably and what three of the next five games four of the next five games yeah look at I, I i totally agree with you um yeah they're they're coin flips uh who else did you pick this week I like Oklahoma State. So do I. Over Cincinnati. Yep. I did, took that at six and a half earlier. It's at seven now. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and took Utah and a touchdown so just because Jesus. it's just a situation where that's a great home field advantage, yep. right? I think Oregon will win. The one I really like the most is Arizona State against Washington State, six and a half. I, I think that guy, that's the best one in six head coach in the history of college football. <laughs> Kenny Dillon. They're, they're close. They play close. Yeah, that's true. They're in every game, and they have nothing to play for because they got robbed, and they can't go to a bowl game because of Herm Edwards and all that. And I, that is the grittiest team. I've stayed up, and I, they've had a lot of these late-night games, and I've watched them, and Washington State feels like it's going the opposite way. So I, I think they may win that game outright. Yeah, didn't get embarrassed to USC by any mm-hmm. means. Um didn't you watch it? Did you watch Washington yes. Trent? Oh, absolutely. They did one last week. Yeah. Yeah. I know you weren't up, Ken, because no. that game got over at one thirty in the morning, but I, I sure as hell was. And that was a freaking good football game. They, they were right there with them. Oh, man. Uh, good stuff, Chris Williams. Thank you, as always, brother. Talk to you next week. Cyclone Fanatic right. and Iowa everywhere. Uh, by the way, the Amber Alexander edition, did I tell you this last week? He's gone. Um I think it's a great addition to their site. Oh, yeah? With the weather. Yeah, why not? Right? Get it whenever you want. All right. I'm sure you could probably do with this now that I think of with KCCI.com or WHOTV.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah.
time for a $1,000 NIL opportunity. KXNO.com right now. The nationwide keyword is credit. Credit at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. It's credit at KXNO.com. We will take a time out. Come back. Mike Palm joins us from Circa Sports. Uh, we will be in Chicago this time next. We're broadcasting from Merkel's in Wrigleyville. If you're headed over uh, to Chicago, Hawkeye fans, to see Hawks in Northwestern, um, if you're getting there early, stop on by. You're, you're recording all afternoon or uh, locked on podcast will be what time are you recording? About 2 o'clock. About 2 o'clock. Yep. And then, yeah, myself and LaShawn Daniels, former Hawkeye running back, will be hanging out there uh, throughout the afternoon. And then... People be coming in. So Merkel's normally doesn't open until 5. So there's probably not going to be a huge crowd. So Hawkeye fans are looking to get your day started, hang out with us a little bit. Their food menu is incredible. I've been to Merkel's, I don't know how many times, dozens of times in Wrigleyville. It's a must-stop as a Hawkeye fan. Going to be a really good time and going to be some big-time former Hawkeyes that are also going to be in the building. It's an interesting tease. It's 11.30. Mike Palm is next. Bama Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football to kick off our number two. Tom Cakert uh, from uh, On3 Media is here at 12.30, and then our picks of the week before we get out of here at 1. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. 1, 2023. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's head to Las Vegas. VP of Operations at Circus Sports is Mike Palm. He's an Iowa native, and he joins us. Hello, Mike Palm, Trent, and Ken. Good to talk to you. How are you? Good morning, Kenny. Good morning, Trent. Wonderful here on Nevada Day. It's uh, a state holiday here. Uh, know that. And so, uh, oh, yeah. It's a, for a lot of kids, they got a five-day weekend. I don't go back to school until Wednesday, so it's sort of a fall break. Nice. I, didn't, I wasn't aware. First I've ever heard of it. Did you buy a card? How do you celebrate? <laughs> That's why the Knights play at 3 o'clock. They always have a home oh, game okay. on Nevada Day at 3 o'clock because, you know, the state workers are off. The those, banks are closed, all that kind of thing. Those unbeaten uh, Golden yeah. Knights, unbelievable, as they oh. try to repeat. Uh, this, Last unbeaten. They, uh, Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, oof. Uh, did you guys offer that? I know no, you. I know did you did not. in the NFL. Um, yeah, we did not. Gotcha. All right, let's uh, let's talk baseball. World Series game one tonight. What are you seeing? Who are, who are the? Um, you know, what kind of the markets telling uh, telling you about this series? Long series, close series. Um, what's the betting trend so far? Um, not really. I mean, I thought this number open too high at around 178 180 for the series price but we haven't gotten a tremendous amount of action on arizona it's interesting because we're four hours from phoenix but we really get no arizona money like we get la money or san diego money or san francisco money um and maybe it's because that's the state of transplants too right i mean they're, they're probably more interested in hockey than they are in baseball out there because there's so many people from Detroit and Chicago and, and those areas that have, have retired to Phoenix. So um, I thought we'd, we'd see some Arizona money, but not much yet and, and not a lot. 
Props uh, are part of things. It's different than the Super Bowl, obviously, but as we're on the precipice of a game one, anything that people are attacking out there, you know, series total games. If you think it's going to be a seven gamber, you can go over six and a half and get it a plus 210 right now at Circa. Then you can count your money if you get to a game seven. Don't even have to worry about who wins. Any of those props that people have been jumping aboard at all yet? Mostly the ones of, of a handicap of minus a, a half, minus a game and a half, minus two and a half mm. games uh, on the Texas side. Okay. Do you have an opinion personally, Mike? I, I haven't done anything, but, you know, I, I sort of, uh, you know, licked my wounds from not hitting the future tickets on, on the Phillies for the World Series and, and Houston for the American League. So I don't know if I'll dive in or not. Uh, if I was going to play it, I would play the dog. Yeah, I would too. Trent, I think yeah, the same, same way. Same thing. Yeah, Merrill um, Kelly, Fott, and Gallon. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. One, two, three. And it was earlier this week. You guys had Arizona plus one fifty five. It has ticked down just a little bit, down to plus one fifty now on the Diamondbacks. Hey, uh, here on the local level, Iowa is off, but I know you had some thoughts on Cooper DeGene. So the floor is yours. Ken and I have argued enough. Uh, take it away and tell your fellow Iowans your thoughts on the punt return from six days ago. Well, the whole concept of how it happened is is really what's ludicrous. You know, Bill Carolla, you guys might remember, he was a referee in the NFL, and mm-hmm. now he's the coordinator officials for the Big Ten. I, I mean, the idea that you can go to review out of bounds, and then, I mean, his statement was, once you go to review, this is the quote, you can look at everything. Well, that's just not true. Not everything, find- you're right. Mm-hmm. But you can't. You can't find a block in the back. Right. You know, it doesn't specifically say that review can determine an invalid. There's other language that talks about advancing after it's valid fair catch signal. I don't know. Um, if you look at, if you look at, you know, I like. I agree with Parents's point that every game they go through a fair catch and the arm's got to be above the shoulder. Um, they don't talk to you about arm at side. Uh, we see it at every level of play, a guy waving his arms back and forth at, at you know, at a little above hip level to, to indicate the team to get away from a short punt. I thought it was a really bad spot there for the officials to get the legislative and, and come up with that call. I mean, 11 Golden Gophers and P.J. Flex didn't think it was an invalid fair catch signal. P.J. Flex quote after the game is, is uh, the officials thought that it was, I'm not an official, but it was a heck of a play. I mean, He's more or less telling you he didn't agree with it, but you know. No, you he didn't know the rule. Offense, I guess you can't complain too much about losing. Yeah. Right. I mean, nobody knew the rule. That that's that's. I didn't know the rule. You're allowed to point, but once you point and you start moving your other arm, as Cooper DeGene did, that invalidates the fair catch, and that's how it's spelt out in the rule book. I can't get past the very first line, because if you point and you move your left arm, it's invalid. The play is over. That's where they aired, Mike. They should have blown the whistle dead on the dead ball fall right away because you can go back and look. I agree with you. You can't find holding. You can't find some of those other calls. And it's also not explicitly stated in there that you can do invalid. I don't disagree with that trend. And that's the part that I, a big part that I struggle to get behind. They say that, but there is nothing that is laid out in the rule book that you can go back and look for an invalid. I saw a teaching video that's up up on, on the call. And they 
are absolutely 100% in their belief that they called it the right way, where they're disappointed in themselves is that, that it got as far as it did because they should have blown the whistle right away. Now, the guy, the, the closest official to it, obviously he didn't know the rule. Yeah. So, anyways, everybody knows it now. It's like, uh, it's like uh, college athletes in the state of Iowa know you can no longer bet on sports, even though they've been told to bet <laughs> repeatedly. Now they've had that uh, driven home. Anything else? I saw the governor. Was that today or yesterday? The governor was on talking about two days, two or three days ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I just watched it last night or early this morning, and you know somebody came. Kept saying somebody came forward to DCI with well, who? Why won't she say who? I mean, that's love to know. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think that's the that's the uh, area that most people are. Uh, wondering, you know, how how did we get this far? What 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 lit the fuse, and then how deep did you go, and what means did you use to get uh, to get those? Uh, last night, Mike, um, there was it turned out to be a pretty good football game. Hail Mary, absolutely could have been caught. Godfrey could make a play on that ball. Um, just your thought. How did it go for you guys? Did you need a side in that game last night? Yeah, we needed Buffalo, um, but we didn't want ten. But it never really had a chance to. It wasn't going to be ten. I thought, I probably thought Buffalo was the right side if you look at the game. The last, you know, the drive they scored to get the eight. I mean, you get an illegal contact when you stop them, yeah. face mask. And, um, but, um, you know, the game opened seven and a half and, and, and then it reopened eight and a half with baby Baker was injured and then it just kept going. We got a uh, buyback at Tampa at 10. So we make a small loser on the game. Uh, but it wasn't significant. Um, and if we were one, it would have been a small winner. NFL coming up this weekend. Early Jacksonville Steelers is kind of the best mm-hmm. game. You got a dog of a Sunday night game with the Bears going out to L.A. to take on the Chargers. And Monday doesn't look much better with the Raiders heading to Detroit. Is How impactful is that when you have duds either Sunday, Monday, or both nights in terms of handle? I will say this. That's going to be the tease. Sunday night, Monday night, everybody's going to have oh, sure. Chargers yeah. under three and and Lions down under three. So mm-hmm. there'll be a decision on it. Um, a lot of straight betting at those numbers, probably not. A lot of interest here, yes, because we have all this Michigan affiliation and it's our hometown team. So for Monday night, yes. Sunday night, um, no. no. Nobody's a Charger fan but Ken. Nobody. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge. (laughs) Hey, uh, what do you see in Iowa State-Baylor, Mike? Uh, The number opened up. Baylor was a point and a half. Now it's up to three at Circa, as it is at every place. Uh, What are you seeing? A lot of Iowa State money? Yeah. um, Not a lot. Uh, A couple respected uh, people have bet this game. Um, But not a a ton of bets, I should put it that way, a number of bets. So... uh, you know, I think there's some decent betting opportunities in the Big 12 this week, actually. Who do you like? Uh, well, I, I think Oklahoma State. I love them. Cincinnati, I, I really think is a bad team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you could have got that on the other side of the seven. Now it's seven and a half. But what a job uh, Gundy has done there with that team. Uh, when I, I think if Iowa State played them today, it, would, it might be a much different game. Um I like Iowa State. I, you know, they've got to beat Texas to get to the Big 12 title game because Texas is not going to lose twice more, right? Because they have to have that tiebreaker. But if they can win that game, I mean, I, I think they're legit. Kansas State is obviously very good. But, you know, 
how they've come so far from Athens, Ohio that day, what, what mm-hmm. I've done. So you got to give him credit there. You know, another Big 12 game that intrigues me, Texas, with Malik Murphy getting the start. you got Arch mm-hmm. Manning waiting behind him. Malik Murphy is a dude. He is a monster of a man. Not real accurate. I mean, he is the Texas version of Deacon Hill. Accuracy has been the problem in the limited reps that we have there. This is a huge number. I don't like this BYU squad that much either, but 20, boy, that feels big to me. Have you seen anything in the market? Well, it was 20. It was 21 and a half, 22. Uh, and then he was confirmed out. And we went down to 19. And now it's coming back Texas. So I imagine it will get back to 21 and probably land there. We will not want it to land 20 or 21, though. We'll get middled on this game. Do you have an NFL game? We'll let you go on this. Is there an NFL game you have an opinion on this week, Mike? You know, I I want to take the Giants plus three at, against the Jets in that game with no home field. I know that's a very ugly game. Mm-hmm. And people are – I think people – It's a, it's a good spot to – to, to sell high on the Jets uh, off that win off Philadelphia and off the bye. I think, you know, this this giant team has been very respectable with uh, Tyrod Taylor. I mean, look, they should have won the game in Buffalo. They beat an okay commander's team. I, I take the full field goal there, and uh, I, I played Atlanta. Uh, over Tennessee? I played Atlanta, yeah, over Tennessee as well. Good stuff. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. We will see you in person next Friday. We'll do this Thursday if your schedule allows because you'll be in the air on Friday. We'll be at Merkel's. We'll meet you over in Chicago on Friday. Have some dinner, have some laughs and some fun. Stay up real late, Mike Palm, so get plenty of sleep because we're putting the fun meter in the red zone. You know, <laughs> all right, fellas. See you, Enjoy man. your weekend. Yeah, good Thanks, to talk Mike. to you, Mike. He knows it better than that. <laughs> but one of us will. One of us will. Right, right. You can figure out by yourself who that one will be. Uh-huh. All right, Trent, we'll come back to a short segment, finish up the hour, probably give Bama Bob a couple of extra minutes on that segment. Uh, that uh, will uh, go around college football to start hour number two. Tom Cakert on the Hawks at 1230, our plays of the day. So you're the lean in BYU, aren't you? It's I don't a, it's on the list. It. Yeah, it's a lot I'm not of a Murphy fan. You know, I don't know if I can say that I've seen him. He certainly doesn't register. I saw like a two-minute clip of yeah. his throws this year, and it was not pretty. Like I said, he's the Deacon Hill of Texas. <laughs> More talented than Deacon <laughs> right, Hill. Right, right, right. But it's a lot of balls at sale mm-hmm. and a lot of velocity and not a whole lot of touch. How big of a topic is that going to be, the speculative part of next week's programming here and i'm guessing on all of the shows will he or won't he make a change at quarterback or is there anything going to be different when they take the field at wrigley field it'll be a big talking point but you think in you the grand answer? scheme of things do you anticipate no, anything i don't different? i don't how infuriating it's, is that? it is i would hate to be a fan for that very reason not even gonna try we know huh. you don't shut up <laughs> we'll take a time out come back it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Finish hour number one, Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.7. State agent with the Misty Solvich Home Selling Team. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Game one, World Series tonight. Texas and Arizona, an unlikely World Series as we've ever seen. What do you think the numbers will be television-wise? Well, do you think they oh, will be? Oh, they'll be brutal. Yeah. Because there's no big... But Dallas is a big market. Phoenix is a big market, but it's just those teams, right? right? Yeah. You know any Ranger fans? No. Certainly any Diamondback fans? No. no. It's... I mean, are we one guy t- tweets at us, uh, <laughs> uh, a Diamondback fan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know any Ranger fans. It's such a rarity, though. Yeah. You know, I have um, the, the uh, television voice of the Texas Rangers, Dave Raymond. Yeah. We've had him on. We've had him on a bunch of times. We have, yeah. But the uh, last couple of years, I've just taken him out of the Rolodex because who wants to listen to us talking about Texas Rangers baseball? Exactly. This would be the time. <laughs> right. And I, and I couldn't bug him. I, I couldn't. Uh, well, you left me alone for three years, and now all of a sudden you want me to come on your show? No. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I think he understands it. Though. I think he would too. Yes. Like when we have him on, we talk baseball, not right. about the Rangers per se. Um, do you have a feel? No, I said. Is it a long series? I hope so. I do too. The way the Rangers are swinging it, I just I keep coming back to that. I'm certainly not going to lay the price. I got to look a little more, dabble into those prop markets. Mm-hmm. I grabbed a Diamondbacks ticket to have because I at what. Did you get a one fifty five? Oh, so you waited until the series was until the ALC or the NLCS is yeah, determined. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I I can make a case for Arizona. There's just mm-hmm. something about this team. They're not supposed to beat the Phillies. Does Gallon pitch well tonight? He hasn't been their best pitcher no. in the postseason. And Evaldi's been excellent. Evaldi's been unbelievable. It might be fought. Or Merrill Kelly. Yes, yeah. Those, those two, guys. two guys have been phenomenal. And Merrill Kelly, he has been pitching for how long now? Well, when did the World Baseball <laughs> right. Classic? Was that February? He was their number one. He started the he started the uh, the championship game. Um, I don't know. So we get one tonight, two tomorrow, and then three, four, and five Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, correct. So off day Sunday, and then an off day Thursday, and then if necessary. Friday, Game 7 would be Saturday. Saturday night. I don't love that. Not on either. Going up against college football. Yeah, don't. That's not the best way no, to structure no. it. No, Monday night, though, with Detroit and the uh, Raiders playing on Monday night football, you can find yourself dipping over to baseball. i got to take a peek. I'm going to see what the Zach Gallon number is, number of outs for tonight. I think that might be an under. I might be leaning back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty decisive managerial edge in this series. Another part, but... Lavelle has been good. He's been really good. I yeah. agree. I agree. He's pushed the right buttons. Doesn't have the championships, though, that no, the big-headed guy no. has. One's going to the Hall of Fame. Um, Lavelle is still working on his resume. Who knows? All right, Willie, we'll uh, come back. Start hour number two. Bama, Bob, Trent, and I will have a handful of games to opine on. We will do that. 
Tom Caker, 12.30 on the Hawks, their bye week. Look forward to catching up with Tom on 3 Media. And then Trent and I will make our picks before we get out of here at 1. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.